Keep it going for our director of KMG Academy, Mr. Greg Kimball. How you guys doing? All right, so I'm going to go as fast as I possibly can because I want to cover a few things. Um, there's three things that you're doing on this journey called life. And I tell people a lot when I'm coaching them or I'm helping them out that you need to prepare, you need to plan, and then you need to expect. We have prepared you to go out into the world. We have prepared you. We've given you the tools to take on the audio world, to take on anything that you can dream of and that you want to achieve. But you're not going to get out of the planning phase of it. Imagine if you were to maybe go to a basketball game, a soccer game, a, a hockey game, football game, and they forgot to put up the goals. Can you imagine what the, the, the people would look? If, if they walked out and the basketball players were getting ready and they're like, where's the... They can't score, so is there really a point? And your life is very much the same way. You have to plan. You have to know where you're going. And you have to have measurable goals. One of the exercises that we do is I will take a, a, a kid, and I actually just took two kids through this yesterday, is I say, I want you to write down your six-month goal, your one-year goal, your three-year goal, and your five-year goal. And they'll write it down. But the problem is, is most of those goals end up as wishes. Because, well, you can say, I want to have a million dollars. I want to have a new car. I want to have this. I want to have that. You can write the word effect on the top of that goal list. Now, on the other side, we have to make the goal sheet again. Now, what always comes before effect? Cause. So now I say, okay, cool, let's write your same goals again. And if we're going to look at it, if you want to be here in six months, write it down again and say, okay, cool, I have to do this in six months to make it happen. You have to think about things that way. So you have to plan. You have to take measurable steps towards where you're going to go to be able to achieve anything. But here's the thing that people forget. A plan is actually easy. We hear it all the time in any motivational anything. I write down my goals every morning and uh, put my vision board up and I'm going to this and going to surround myself. But the problem is, is as we go out into the world, we don't actually expect to win. You don't actually expect to make it. And as I do exit interviews with all of the kids, they're all preparing themselves for a very hard life. A hard life is emaciated children in Africa. That's a hard life. It might be difficult to make your dreams come true, but it's not hard. You guys can do it. So I am going to tell you right now, expect to win, expect to follow through, and expect to be someone of worth. Following up on that is think about it this. What is the essence of life? Does anyone know? The essence of life is growth. Growth. Think, think about this. It's growth. Because how tall does a tree grow? As tall as it can. How tall did you grow? As tall as you can. You didn't... You, you don't have a choice. Why are you not a center in the NBA? I grew as tall as I could. This is who I am. <laughs> the essence of life is growth. 
So as we have prepared you, I want you to plan, but I want you to keep preparing yourself for something more. I want you to keep moving and keep trying to achieve something more, become something more. Because humans are the only life form on the planet that can actively stunt their growth. I don't feel like doing that. When you know that you should follow through on something, you know you should pay a bill on time, you know that you should call your parents back, hmm, some of you guys? There's a lot of laughs over there, guys. You gotta be better about that. You need to follow through. Do what you have to do as soon as you can so that you can do what you want to for as long as you can. Think about it this way. What size shoe do you wear? 11. Did your shoe decide what size your foot was or did your foot decide what size the shoe was? All right. (laughs) Just to be very clear, your foot tells the shoe, okay? A lot of people will go out into the world and they're going to think that it's the same way with your dreams. They're thinking that their circumstances define their dreams. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I don't have the resources this guy does. I don't have this that that person does. Oh, I'm not that smart. I'm not that tall. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not that. Your circumstances do not define the size of your dreams. So if you want to go sell headphones for $3 billion, do it. Just know it's going to take a lot of work. you got to put in the work. With that being said, I'm going to tell you guys a wonderful story of a monkey. All right? This is where it would be awesome if we had like a flash of like Abu from, uh, or uh, it's not Apu. It's the monkey from Aladdin. All right, guys? But there are these African hunters, and they're looking for this very rare monkey because they can sell them to America so that they can go into zoos and have all of us watch them, but they're getting like something like $70,000 per little crazy monkey, but they're very, fa- they're very fast, very agile, and they're trying to get them because it's basically a very easy way to get some money. They can't catch them. And one hunter figured out an amazing way to end up catching this monkey. They put a bottle that tapered up, and they put the nuts that they were always watching this monkey eat. They put it in, the monkey went in, grabbed the nuts, pulled it out, couldn't get out of the bottle with a clenched fist. So they tied a rope to the end of the bottle, and the monkey would just sit there because he was unwilling to let go of the nuts. And the hunter would just walk up, grab the monkey in the bottle, and walk away. So my question, with an open hand, you can pull out and you can let go. What in your life do you need to let go of? Is it... Certain ways that you're thinking, have an open mind, have an open heart, have an open hand. You can do a lot more with an open hand than a clenched fist. Think about it. If you hold on to what you have, the problem is you can't help anybody out. You can't do anything. But just as important, no one can put any more things in your hand. Because, I mean, think about it. There's, no, this is mine. Get that out of your mind. So if you think about... I just told this story earlier, when you think about certain rules that you hear, rules in my line of work are more suggestions. Everyone's already found that out about me. But when you hear something, use it as a guideline, use it as a mile marker, but have an open mind to change your mind and become something more. Because it's very important for you to keep an open mind and an open hand. You can help someone up, you can shake a hand, you can make a deal, you can high five. It's a heck of a lot better than anything that happens like this. It's usually aggression. 
it's usually closed off. But think about there's certain things you're holding on to in your life right now. Hey, man, I want to, I really want to quit cigarettes. It's just an, an addiction a lot of people struggle with. They're hanging on to them. All they have to do is let go and really start and, and, and take that in. So what do you have to let go of sometimes to move forward? Are you that monkey that's just sitting there with the bottle and, and there's so much of life that's just beating on you mentally, physically, emotionally, and all you have to do is just let go? Sometimes, it's, it's kind of like we've all like had that friend who's like in the abusive relationship and uh, we're like, why don't you just leave him? And she's like, he has my CDs. <laughs> uh... Just let go. Just let go, all right? I did this at our last, uh, this is one of my favorite speeches. It's not very long. I did this at our last graduation, and I think it's very applicable kind of any time that we're going to send people off into the universe to try to become something that you're going to expect. You're expecting to make it because I, I guarantee you you're equipped properly. This story deals with Henry Kissinger. And Henry Kissinger has a, uh, when he was Secretary of State, he has a, a guy walk in, he puts a proposal down, and as he's walking away, Henry Kissinger sitting at his desk, and he says, uh, just one second, uh, was this your best work? And the guy goes, you know, I could, I could probably do it better. I could probably do that better. I'm gonna, you know, let me just, let me get it back to you tomorrow and we'll do something like that. And so he comes back in, puts it on the desk, and he walks out. And about, I don't know, three hours later, it ends up back on his assistant's desk, and it says, was this your best work? And the guy goes, man, I heard that this guy was kind of a hard ass, but what is he seeing that I'm not? I'm going to go ahead, maybe I could change this, and I could do this, and I could probably change this. He gets it back, turns it in at the end of the day. By the time the assistant walks in the next morning, it's back on the top. It says, was this your best work? And he goes, what the heck is this guy seeing? He goes, okay, <clears throat> let me just start from scratch. I'm going to really like put fresh thought onto this, and we're going to see what happens. And so he does something that he really feels is magnificent. He's very proud of. He walks in, boom, check that one out. The next day, it's on there. And he says, was this your best? He goes, okay, this guy is just insane. He has to be insane. But he goes, all right, I'm going to show him. He rolls up his sleeves, pulls out all the resources, starts making calls, really follows through. And he truly gives his best work. And he's proud. He walks in, slams it down and goes, this is my best work. Henry Kissinger looks at him and he says, okay, I'll read this one. The whole idea, just start off with your best work at the beginning. Follow through with who you know that you can be. You want to give your best work all the time. There's a, a very famous story of a builder grew his company from something like they were building like five homes a year up to like hundreds of homes a month. One of his top builders who's been there for a long time. He's getting ready to retire, and the CEO comes to him, and he says, all right, this is going to be your last home. 
can you build this? Can you do this? Can you do that? I'd really appreciate it. And this guy says, ah, well, I'm retiring, but all right, I'll do it. And by every metric, he built the home as fast as he could. He built the home with substandard materials. He built the home not to his level, that he knew that he could. And he got done. He's very excited to go to Hawaii with his family. He's going to take his vacation and goes to meet with the CEO. He says, all right, house is done. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's been fun working for you. He says, just to let you know, the company is giving you this house. But he didn't give his best work. Hold yourself to a different standard. Good enough is not good enough. Good enough is all that you can do. That's enough. Ask yourself, am I giving everything that I have? Because that's the thing that's going to separate you from the other workforce. I was just talking to this gentleman down here, and he was saying, man, it's competitive out there. And I said, ah, let me bring you back in. Let's have a little conversation, and I will help you understand why it's actually not competitive at all. Because if you guys understand who you actually are, you believe who you actually are, and you expect to get the jobs that you should, you will. But you have to go in there with confidence. Also, as you go into the, the, the journey of being an employed member of the American workforce, please understand that a lot of people say, man, I put my time in. I put my time in. Man, I've been here for 10 hours. I've been here for, tw- I do 20 hours a day. Have you ever, do you have that one friend who always wakes up at like four in the morning and he's always working until four in the morning and he always tells you about it? Yeah, so you guys know who I'm talking about. But the, the thing that you have to realize about that, time spent doesn't actually matter. You don't get paid for the time that you spend. You get paid for the value that you put in the time. Think about American football. How long does it take to watch a football game? Three hours. Yeah, that's so fun. Now, you know what? If you run analytics on that, the ball is actually only moving for seven minutes and 34 seconds on average. So you got to ask yourself, do I spend time, but do I accomplish things like football time? You know what I mean? So when you go out there, you try to put as much value into that time that you possibly can. People who say, ah, that's not my job. I, I can't do that. Don't be that guy. If they say, I'm only going to get paid for what I do, or I'm only going to do for what I get paid to do. If you live your life like that, where are you going to be in five years? The exact same place. If you, get, if you do more than you get paid to do, eventually, it's just like the planting seeds in the harvest. If you do more than you get paid to do, inevitably, you are going to get paid more for what you do. So put value in your time. You have to understand that. The other thing, I want you guys to work harder on you than you do on your job. And a lot of people, because I go through a lot of books, I love books, and they say, man, Greg, I really don't have time for that. To put it into perspective, I listened to all of my books at 2x speed, and I did 60 hours last month, and I run this company. If I can do it, I know you can. I know you can. Saying that I don't have time for personal development is a little bit like running on empty, driving down the freeway and saying, ah, you know what, I'm too busy driving, I can't stop for gas. All right? Don't be that guy. 
always be working on yourself harder than you do on your job. Don't become your job. Your job is just something that you do. It's not who you are. Even if it's audio, that's okay, guys. Work on who you are. Always be something more. I'm going to leave you with this. You have to focus on being something of value so that you can do something of value so that hopefully you can have something of value. Unfortunately, in the social media generation, we're looking at, dude, I want that new Bugatti. That's $2 million. That's a lot of work, just so you know. But they're focused on the having. They're focused on the wrong part of life. Because I have often said to all my employees, to anybody that I'm coaching, money is a byproduct of you being a badass. That's the way it should be. You should never do anything for money. Money is just something that happens because you are a freaking rock star. I want you to focus on being a rock star. Don't focus on making sure that money comes your way. It's, you're just planting. The harvest always comes. Just focus on planting on who you are, on what you can do. Because if you're someone of worth, you can do something of worth, and then inevitably you have something of worth. The other thing is, in today's society, we watch football, we watch baseball, we watch these, the goals that we just talked about. That's awesome. But it's teaching us a wrong thing. We're, te- we're teaching everybody that everything's a zero-sum game. For someone to win, someone has to lose. It's not true. Think about knowledge. I read a bunch of books to be able to say the things that I have said to you tonight. But now I have them and you have them. We both win. So find those moments where you can lend a helping hand, where you can help someone, where you can show something, where you can be someone for someone. That's how you truly become someone. Always be that person who is there for someone. Be someone who can teach someone. And don't live life as a zero-sum game like, oh, they did that to me. I'm never talking to them again. Well, maybe you should talk to them in the first place and it wouldn't have happened. Communication's okay, guys. So be before you can do and do before you can have. Don't focus on the having. Focus on the being and the rest happens naturally. Thank you guys so much. Give it up for Greg Kimball.